Mm. I just, I don't, I don't think she do. It's not that I think she would steal my man. I just don't, <laughs> I just know if, if my man got money, she gonna go after my man's money. Bonkai. Senbon Sakura. Kage Yoshi. Welcome anime fans to the Super Anime Podcast, where each week we look to entertain, inspire and inform you on all things anime. Whether you're new to anime or a seasoned veteran, we invite you to come listen, share and laugh with us. We hope every episode ignites your otaku spirit and leaves you feeling super. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy. Let's start the show. Welcome to another episode of Super Anime Podcast. Today we are talking about bad girls. Bad anime girls, that is. And to help me identify some of these notorious females, we have a very special guest today. She's a contributor for But Why Though, a geek community where she covers films, gaming, anime, and manga reviews. In addition to writing, she also co-hosts the anime podcast, Did You Have To? Go and check it out. I've heard a few episodes. It's amazing. Um, along with this, she has been featured, she has been a feature speaker in The Guardian's Anime Gets Blackness Wrong. She has been a moderator on the topic of the art of voice acting for Virtuous Con, which included the legendary voice actor Phil Lamar, or those, for those who don't know, Aku from Samurai Jack, <laughs> and other notable talents such as Zana Robinson, Anara Kinyas. She uses her platform to promote diversity and inclusion. She is a podcaster, entertainment critic, and cosplayer. Welcome to the show, Lanisha Campbell, a.k.a. Nisha Place, a.k.a. Nisha. Nisha, how are you today? I'm doing great. I have to say, I need you to be my hype man for, like, <laughs> introing me for everything. I'm just honest. I'm going to take, take this clip, and uh, this is, whenever I feel a little, you know, imposter syndrome pop up, I'm like, oh, yeah, I do all this. <laughs> Thank you for uh, the lovely intro. No worries. Like I said, we always hype up our guests. Uh, we always get the best guests on. We have the one of our best guests today as well. She has a wealth, a wealth of information, people, on anime. I was watching, um, I think it was a, a YouTube, um, uh, I think it was Guardian. I think it was the Guardian one, actually. And mm-hmm. then I saw you and other creators um, as well, just talking about blackness. So I know you're going to come and bring the fire. Today, we are talking about badass female characters or badass female anime characters. Mm-hmm. Um so, but before we before we get to to that, I just want to get get to know you a bit more of a general warm up question. So, if you don't mind, as we do with um um our guests, tell us one interesting um fact about you that is not that no one really knows, or maybe it's not well known. Oh, okay. Hmm. Okay. I guess one thing that's not well known is so most people hear my my podcasting voice which is as close as possible to like when I'm relaxed. But like I have, cause I, most of, most of my family is from the South. Um, I am from Chicago. I live in Chicago, but like people are always surprised when I start to like get very relaxed and my tone changes to like, when I, I'll like my accent changes and like, wait, where did that come from? <laughs> so, because like, I'll be like, what are you going to do with that over there? And they're just like, what's that? <laughs> what is that from? Where are you from? I'm like, 
I'm Completely, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it's it's not like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. That's how I've always talked when I was little. Like, when mm. I was little, I had a very country twang. And then my mother just, like, she was like, stop saying ain't. Stop saying yeah, like, <laughs> same. <laughs> and, you know, pro- there's probably to go, there's something, you know, there's probably something about code switching and things to go in there. That's why my um, accent has changed so much. But, like, people, mm. um, I guess most people won't know. Um, something about me is that they they don't pick up on my accent um until like if they are around me and they listen very carefully that it changes ah fair enough that's no no i think that's um i know maybe not everyone but that's that's a good point because i mean i i'm i i sound the way i am as i do now as i do in work um mm-hmm. i might change with some friends and that's more just so socialect right you know right like you know, it's just more so yo, bruv, in it. Like that's how we speak. Like I don't know. Obviously, mm-hmm. Chicago, 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 London, two different places, but the same kind of, um, I guess, uh, what is it called? Um, colloquial, um, um, languages or isms come mm-hmm. out when you're speaking with friends, and w- which is fine. Um, I think, and I was listening to it was really good. Um, I know we're going off topic, but there was a really good series. And um, we have a show or a network here called Sky and they were, it was around Black History Month and there were different various content creators coming on. And it was, but basically what they're saying is it's fine to like, um, obviously be yourself wherever you go, but it's just mm-hmm. different, different, different places or different, different events will call out for different you. Um, I, I say this on the podcast as well before, like we all wear different masks depending, yeah. like you're not going to speak in an interview as how you would speak with like, a friend or people on the block as it were it's completely two different environments you want you know um and it's not to say not to say you can't be yourself but there's a certain etiquette that you just need in different spaces but yeah no um, that's mm-hmm. a good interesting fact so appreciate that um i know you love cosplaying i do um even though the picture you sent and go you can go to our website see your profile pick there um of that my hero academia super um hero i forgot her name can you please remind me again miracle Miracle, yeah, exactly. So you can go and see that. But who, if, I mean, if you could dress up as, and, and besides Miracle, if you could dress mm-hmm. up as any anime character for cosplay convention, who would you dress up in, as why? Oh, see, I've been thinking about this lately. Um, <laughs> so I've really been thinking about it. I think I want to dress up, because, you know, given y'all name, I can talk about this and I don't have to worry about like updating people, but like, I, it's a One Piece character. Oh um, yes, yes, I, I love that. I've been, I have been wanting to like start tackling the One Piece girls for quite some time. I, mm. People have seen my Luffy. People have seen my Zoro, which is really just me putting on a green um, satin headscarf and making skits with Zoro. But um, I want to. I think Yamato would be one. Yeah, yeah. But um, that is going to take some work and some crafting because I am not tall. But I do want to get the effect <laughs> of being tall, um, and I just like they they have sorry he he has like the best because um, um, like for people who don't know Yamato identifies as a male like they said like why can't I become a man and that's mm-hmm. like that is their identity so um, Yamato is a man so yeah I think Yamato or Boa Hancock for sure would be yeah. one that I would love to do but again these are like very tall characters and I have to like. I'm I'm five four, so I'm going to need all of the height and all of the accessories, and I would go all out with those two, just because like they're they're like they're just like two very 
dope characters. Mm. And I mean, they just like, I don't know. It's just something about the way that Boa stands when like she leans all the way back. Yeah. Like, you can't, I can't even look <laughs> down upon you. <laughs> so. Yeah, I love Boa. No, that's a two, that's a two solid choice. I mean, to be honest, um, I think you are on that same core with, um, with um black anime podcast when they did the shonen i can't remember the name of the actual thing but um I, it was on the twitter spaces but yeah mm-hmm. um and then i yeah. think someone yeah and i think someone said they they thought one piece was overhyped and something i know you were back in it as well <sighs> uh, i know right it's just crazy <laughs> i mean y'all gonna have to have me back for another time because i mean yeah like, definitely I- it was recently that I had put out a tweet and I had asked folks like, okay, like besides one piece being too long, Mm. why don't you want to watch it? And I mean, like I'm open for actual discourse. If people can give me legit reasons, if it's something where it's just like, it's not my taste for the animation style, that's fine. I'm not looking to give you an answer or a reasoning as to why you should watch it. Mm -hmm. I'm just curious as to like, besides people just saying that it's too long, because truthfully, I feel like the, Saying something, saying something that it's too long is a weird way. Like, cause I used to think that way, but I think it's mm. weird to say that when I'm like, you can just go into it and not go into it for the sake of getting it done. It really is like the series itself is truly about the journey, exactly. not just getting to the end of it. So, and the fact the for me that would finally pull me is like, you know what? It's amazing that some, that this series has been going on for over 20 years. Mm. It has to be good. If I like, if I can just stick with it and get to the point where the animation like gets to a point where it doesn't bother me, you know that old '90s, you know, cartoony look starts to fade away. Which I mean, like now I look at it as like that's just a more retro look of it. Whereas like now it's crisper, it's cleaner, it gets better. Like people oh, ask like you don't get, now. they don't think it gets better. I'm just like y'all don't understand. Like <laughs> things have improved. Like we are like we have reached the promised land. We are <laughs> Why not? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jim Bay is here. Oh <laughs> gosh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, sorry. This is um, like, like I said, I love. I could talk about One Piece forever because it's just like, you know, when people we would have wanna... to get you back, yeah, for yeah. One Piece because we, we yeah, we're One Piece fanboys. We said that on the first episode. We actually mm-hmm. had um someone message us saying we spoke, we took, we talk about One Piece too much, but you know, it is. There's no is. such thing. There's no such thing. <laughs> There's over there's a thousand episodes and over a yeah. thousand chapters. You can never talk about it too much. <laughs> never. <laughs> oh gosh, but yeah, it's it's yeah. I always say it, and I I stick by it. For me, the greatest of all time. But that's just my mm-hmm. opinion. Um. So in terms of like um your anime origin story, um, mm-hmm. you know, what was your what anime was your first? You know, how did you get into anime? So on and so forth. So for the listeners. I feel like it changes like Mm. the more I think about it because (laughs) I think like most people um, growing up in the 90s you stumbled one day I stumbled across Toonami and I saw Sailor Moon and then I saw Dragon Ball Z and those were like and then I was I was hooked I was in it but it was like as I started to like think more I was like wait I've seen anime before because Speed Racer is technically an anime and my dad used to like watch speed he showed me speed racer my dad not knowing that it was anime he back then they used to call japanimation for like you know kids (laughs) his days so Mm. like it was known as japanimation so i had been watching anime probably since i was three if we count speed racer but like i like to say 
you know, Sailor Moon, Dragon Ball Z, like the the old school Gundam, like those were the ones that really like got me into anime mm. because that's when I made a conscious decision of like, this is what I want to watch for myself. Not just somebody showing it to me and thinking it's cool. And then like, of course my uncles would like, my uncles were, they're dope. My uncles are super dope. And they would show me, um, they would let us watch Street Fighter, the very violent, uh, anime yeah. series <laughs> and i was like six or seven years old i'm like yo this is violent <laughs> but it's pretty that's so dope like in speaking of violence actually so i think you're right a lot of people probably fell into anime via tsunami um mm-hmm. i think for me and i mentioned this in a um, previous podcast but for me i started because i had older cousins i actually my first anime i watched was samurai x and ninja scroll Mm. Um, and now I, I was like seven or eight and I really, yeah, Ninja Scroll was definitely not something to show your kids people, but you know, I was with my right. older cousins, <laughs> I watched it and at that time I just thought it was a cartoon, um, had mm-hmm. no idea it wasn't, it was just like a cartoon came to, cause I grew up, um, as I say, born here, but went to Ghana when I was like five and came back when I was nine. So I was, we kind of bootlegged a lot of stuff when we were in Ghana or we will record it in London. And then when we go back to Ghana, just watch it. Um, oh, sorry, I'll get my cousins when they come to London to record it and then come back and bring it. But anyway, mm-hmm. when I came back to London, um, I found Dragon Ball Z like you, Sailor Moon, Card Captors, all those different things. And I, again, I didn't know it was anime until maybe my friend showed me Naruto. And then I started understanding, oh, this is Japanese. Oh, and it's all things just started clicking. So I think, yeah, you're, um, you, probably most people have that similar story of starting to Tanami and then, um, venturing off into the wonderful world, as it were. Um, for me right. anyway. Yeah. Um, actually, before we go on, when did you watch the four kids one piece or did you watch the Japanese first? So I watched that a few episodes of the four kids, one piece because four kids had like Yu-Gi-Oh and like Mm. Pokemon and all that. So like, but I gotta say, like, I was not feeling four kids, one piece. Cause like when I was a little, I was just like, this don't seem right. Why are the pirates drinking juice? Juice? (laughs) What? And and like, that's a lollipop of that man's mouth? Mouth? What? What is this? Oh, I'm like, no, I'm done. I'm good. I can keep it. And then, like, <laughs> later on, when I, re- when I rewatched it, when I was, like, I've, I've seen One Piece at least a few times, like, catching it off. And I was like, oh, okay, this looks more accurate. And then, like, eventually, when I actually sat down and watched One Piece, I was like, okay, this makes more sense. Because <laughs> it's, mm. it, it's fu- it looks like a fun kids show about a pirate anime. And then when you get into it, you're like, oh, no. It's yeah, deeper exactly. than that. <laughs> it's deep. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, I'm so glad that I gave it another chance because I watched the four kids and I wasn't feeling it like you as well. The English dub, everything, and again, mm-hmm. not too. Um, their oh, yeah. voice actors Sanji are amazing. Oh, that yeah. Sanji was terrible back then. Yeah. I almost forgot about that. That's exact. That's honestly why I probably did not go to One Piece for mm. quite some time because I hated the four kids dub. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's come a long way, like you said. It's definitely come mm-hmm. a long way. Um, before we get one more question, before we get into it, so what mm-hmm. what are you watching right now? Give um, our audiences some some anime, perhaps to go and watch if they haven't seen it. So what are you what what are you watching or reading currently at the moment? So of course I'm always reading One Piece. So yeah, <laughs> y'all should always yeah, pick it up. It's right there. <laughs> it's always going to be there. But no, like um, currently what I'm watching, I just finished up the first season of Tokyo Revengers. 
Oh yeah, um, yep, yep. It's it is great. I really liked it. I mean, like I am a sucker for the time traveling um premise when it mm. comes to anime. Like if people who liked erased. Yeah. Um, or there's a race and there's like another one. But like I think this one is very good in the sense of like I think if people enjoyed a race, they will also enjoy this one because it's a lot of the same elements. But okay. I think it the story as you like as you keep going and going and you learn about all these different characters, characters who at first you didn't think you would care about at all, and then like as the story goes on, you're like, Oh no, I do care about what happens to that character's fate now, even though they're obscure, you know maybe four episodes mm. ago now it means something more if they if they die so there's that um other things i've been watching i've really oh there's the latest um lupin the third series the new installation the lupin the third part six. Oh, so, is that the netflix or the ca- actual cartoon that is a- that is the actual anime yeah. Okay, fine, so, fine. Yeah, okay. so Lupin the Third is the whenever I say Lupin the Third, that is oh, I'm always talking about the anime. And I like sure. I love I love both of them because I've re- I've written reviews for both of them and I love when people like want to ask me about like, oh, so you're talking about the one on Netflix? I'm like, no. But fun fact <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun fact, the the Netflix series does play homage to to Lupin the Third sometimes. Like in the second season, they have a shot of the Lupin the Third um classic fiat car oh. um so that was like a nice nod to the anime mm. and then it's like you have lupin it's like the great thing about it is that both series like they have nothing to do with each other except for like you know if you know the, the netflix series plays homage to lupin the third but they are what they have in common is the source material that they are inspired from lupin the third mm. is inspired by the works of maurice leblanc um, and that's Arsene Lupin, the um, that, that was the gentleman thief, the book. And in the anime, he is the great grandson of Arsene Lupin. In the Lupin, the anime, in the Netflix series, um, Asan is just inspired by the book Arsene Lupin to become a gentleman thief. And like that's only different. That's the difference. But they're both very dope, and I love heist. So. <laughs> Watch them I both. told you guys. I told you guys. She's coming with the facts and the knowledge. Thanks so. I, much. Try, I didn't even know that. <laughs> I try to. I try to. I try to bring some facts and knowledge for folks because I think it's very interesting. I mean, and, Le, and Maurice LeBlanc's work is great. Like there was a whole like um, book that he wrote where he has a Sherlock Holmes character. It used to be Sherlock Holmes, but the estate people of Sherlock Holmes was not having it, so they mm. said no, change his name. So they made it. I think it's Herlock Schmoes. But <laughs> basically, it's like it because it, it's dope. You think about you have the greatest, um, you have the greatest gentleman thief versus the greatest detective, mm. and then but then the loop in the third and versus Conan, detect detective Conan. Conan, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did a spin. They've done two films where they really? go where they have oh. to, where they face off and they partner up together. Oh wow! I need to check that out. I haven't seen that. Yeah, so yeah. those are things that, I mean, like, I won't go into more because I feel like, yeah, yeah, y'all go watch those. Like, right Definitely. now, besides, you know, my comfort anime, mm. like, watches, because I'm in the middle of finishing up my um, third semester of grad school, <laughs> that is what I'm watching. I don't really have time to read things unless it's stuff yeah. I'm already caught up in. So I would say, um, go read Demon Slayer. I finished that one up. I mean, that one's been done for about mm. a year now. But for folks who really like 
like, you know, moving train, um, I highly recommend people like go ahead and read it because we're going to get the second season and y'all, y'all, y'all need to just go ahead and read it <laughs> also. Um, but yeah, anything else? I mean, also my hair academia, cause I'm all yeah, current course. in that, yeah. but yeah, no, that's about it. I was going to trigger you and say, I'm going to say, I didn't particularly like moving train, but that's not enough. I mean, I think, I feel like there's a lot of people, there's people who didn't like it. And then there's people who were just like, it's not for me or they loved it. And I was just Mm. like, I respect people. I like, I respect that people can exist in various lanes. And that is fine. I like that. I like that. Just like I can exist in multitudes. I can exist in various lanes. That's very true, actually. I mean, mm-hmm. I I think it was a tale of two films, but yeah, I won't I won't, I won't go and in, venture into that because today we are talking about bad anime girls, badass anime um girls. And first thing I want to say is, before we get into what is your definition, Nisha, of a badass? Like, because we mm-hmm. before we before we choose our characters, because I think this definition will lead or maybe give us a sense of why we chose specific characters because it definitely did mine so just uh, it doesn't have to be verbatim or like oxford dictionary but just in your when you watch an anime you think that girl's badass what are the traits or the characteristics that she exhibits um regarding regarding why you think she's a badass yeah so like when it comes to badassery specifically for female um, anime mm. characters, I think that the character embodies, and this doesn't, this doesn't mean a complete thing because like, I do believe that some characters can also be badass if they're not always confident that like sometimes they yep. can lack confidence. True. Yep. But I think like confidence is key, like knowing their strengths, knowing when they mm. can step up, being able to step up to a challenge, even when it looks like impossible um just that being that being the girl who comes in with the plan um ready to like do business like being the one who comes in the room and commands attention and like just like you know i mean i don't want to give my people away yet but i mean like that's how i thought of like folks like you know female characters that like who make who come into the room and they like they ain't afraid about taking out the biggest person in there Mm. and you know like go ahead and like just knock them out or like (laughs) maybe it's like maybe they it's maybe and sometimes it's not always that they have to have like an immense amount of strength but like they are they're tactical in what and how they operate also Mm. i like that i like that i think similar to you you know um, confidence is a big one but I did like your mm-hmm. point as well because I did and I'm not going to really yeah but I did choose a character who to your point doesn't necessarily exude confidence but is badass in the sense where they've mm-hmm. overcome um, and they become more confident or they you know been able to yeah just be able to overcome because they're not you know there's people who are naturally confident naturally this naturally that um, but I think it's even more so a case where when someone overcomes and does something it gives them, um, gives them more, not plaudits, but not plaudits, but it gives them, yeah, it gives them some sort of, um, traits as it relates to someone who's badass. And I, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's just more so very, um, females are very direct, know what they want. Um, to your point, they don't take any BS. Um, they just, they just know who they are. And I think that's, that, that's really what it is, comes down to. They know who they are. As you mentioned, they know their strengths, they know their weaknesses, and, you know, again, they command a room or in this case, they command a, a scene as it were. So mm-hmm. that's, that for me is kind of how I 
went about choosing, which was a myriad, a plethora of so many. I was <laughs> like, I had, I swear I had a list of over 20 and I just had to stop at 20 and just narrow it down. So for the, for those who don't know, we're going to be talking about a top five. I did cheat and I, I do have some honorable mentions. <laughs> I did. I did the same. I also okay, cheated, fine. So great. We're good. We're good. <laughs> so we, I do have some honorable mentions, but yes, um, we're talking about our top five and it's not, it's not going to be in any order. Like number one is, although people who listen to this podcast know, probably know my number one. But um, it's not going to be a case where oh, it's five to one. It's just more so the top five we feel right now are the ones we wanted to essentially showcase and tell each other. So I will go first, um, mm-hmm. just to lay the scene and set the scene. And I think this one is probably predictable um, and it's fine because I think she probably would be on yours anyway. So before I introduce her, I will say that um, she has been described as her superiors as worth 100 soldiers. Do you want do you want to guess who it is or should I keep going? Oh, keep going because I think I know, okay. but I don't want to be wrong. No, no, it's fine. Um, which just proves she was a prodigy when she was a child, and she's an amazing warrior girl. The fact that she's been forced to overcome so much throughout her life only adds to her popularity with the fans and myself. I am, of course, talking about the military genius, combative abilities, physical strength. Mm-hmm. Mikasa Ackerman, sorry. Yep, so, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she had to be yeah. in there. I mean, it's a bait one. It's a it's an obvious one, but she honestly is like probably one of she steals the show, especially when it comes mm-hmm. to the fight scenes. Honestly, she's just incredible. Um, and to your point, she, she knows her abilities. She knows. Um, she she just she she gets she gets stuff done as it were. She just gets mm-hmm. things done. She gets things um, done and she yeah. comes in and then like, yeah, no, so she's definitely on my list too. Cause I was just like, wait, yep, that's her. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that was my first choice. So now I will hand uh, the baton on to you as it were. So we go, yeah. we go back and forth. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So mine, I mean like no shock here. Um, I went ahead and you know, this one, she's a baddie, you know, okay. inspired. Some would say inspired by, a hottie, um, Megan, Megan the Stallion. Um, and I'm talking about Mirko from My Hero Academia. Ah, uh, um, yeah. Because yeah. it's, and like, I know some people ain't current and they haven't been able to see her in all her action. So, like, slight spoilers, <laughs> but I'm just going to say, you know, that part in, that's going to come up in this season, it's from the, and from the manga when Mirko gets the shine and she's taking out bodies. All I'm saying is, our girl shows out. She shows up and she shows out. And she, <laughs> Miracle is like the definition of, I'm like, because like how I, how I view myself is like, I will do the best for my abilities and I'll, I won't give up. Like mm. I'll do it. I'll go as far as I can. I won't give up. I'll do what I can to like help. And like with her, she's like, she pushed herself beyond her limits. Because she knew that there was something like things rested on her that she had a mission that she needed to accomplish, and that in order to do it, she needed to she needs to make sacrifices in order to make it happen. And it's just you know, she's she's just bad. Like mm. like look at her moves. Look at her. She's yeah, bad. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's a bad girl. Um, yes. <laughs> well. Um, you know what, actually, that's, that's a good pick. And, oh, by the way, sorry. So we will have all the pictures on our um, blog. So if you ha- 
don't know who Mirko is or Mikasa or whatever, just go to our blog, Badass Female Characters. You can follow along. Okay, so my next one. Hmm, which one should I choose now? You came strong, so you know I have to come back strong. <laughs> <laughs> I tried, I tried. Um, okay, again, these are not in any order. Okay, I'll go with this one. Okay. <clears throat> Actually, you know what? No, she has, to, she has to stay for number one. Okay, let's go with... Okay, so this person, she's a fiery character, but her confidence literally is lit. So I remember when she first came into the anime, and people, mm-hmm. um, and people said, oh, she's back and she's meant to be the leader of the guild, but she went away because she just wanted mm. to be free. And then the way she just, the way she talked to Yami and like the way she was just like bodying all these guys and girls, like she just exuded confidence. Like, yeah. Anyway, if people don't know who I'm talking about, I'm of course talking about the incredibly lit incredibly strong Merleona Vermillion from Black Clover she is just amazing and that fight she had whereby she just got stronger and stronger and she was like okay I'm gonna go up and level up and it was just yeah I mean Mm -hmm. it was amazing I don't know have you seen Black Clover oh I have seen Black Clover I am like maybe a season behind and it's like purposely I'm a season behind because I just I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and catch up. I'm gonna stay current with the with the manga because I know the mm. isn't the anime taking like a hiatus, but the manga is still ongoing. To be honest, I I've also been um not caught up on the anime yet, and I'm not really yeah. manga. So I feel <laughs> I know the manga was like I know like I had read thing about like oh Black Clover is going away for a bit. And I was just like oh see now this is where I stop watching and mm. I'm going to like because it like I have heartache and I'm going to wait. <laughs> eventually i'll finish where they are at and i'll come back to it but like i i do that all the time when i find out that you know i mean i get it creators need time the series needs a break so like the the anime can catch up with the manga or like the manga doesn't um fall behind the anime so you know it's normal i mean like i just rather be patient just read the manga (laughs) (laughs) fair enough i mean yeah at least the manga is a bit more consistent so that's absolutely Mm -hmm. fine all right, so I've gone. What's your next yeah. one? So mine, I wanted to go ahead and go with this one. Mine is mine. You know, she's a femme fatale. She okay. is clever. She is witty. She's um, you know, her name. She got. She's got a baddie body. Um, it's Fujiko Mine from Lupin the Third. Okay. Um, okay. So for those for people who don't know, like Fujiko is. I, I will say she's not a part of Lupin's gang, but like she usually come, like she usually helps out in his heist, or she will fool him, um, like in, into getting the treasure because she's a femme fatale. Like mm. Fujiko, um, for and a lot of people might be like Fujiko, why? Like she's just like a sexy character, or like people <laughs> make assumptions that like she's just like a sexy character and she just looks this way and like this and that. But I'm like, no. The thing about Fujiko is that she is trained she is able to she there is a scene in like not in part five and loop in the third part five where she took out an entire room of men with just like having on like you know her underwear and <laughs> no like no bra and a and an unbuttoned t-shirt because because they they had taken a school hostage and she was just like i come in i don't have any weapons i don't have anything bujiko's mm. a genius because all she like and she figured out how to dismantle all of them. And I mean, the thing about Fuchiko is, um, it, it's great how 
like this character and i say this because like people have to understand when she's a face she's a film patel it's not fan service when it when it's like you know and i'm not I'm saying i'm not saying all fan service is bad fan service because like mm. i don't want to go down that route because i mean yeah, like yeah. there's a time <laughs> the way fan service is done there's a good there's a good way to do it and a bad way to do it but yeah, with yeah. fujiko it's really showing that like she's a fan um fan patel um archetype character so she is going to use every resource she has, including her body, to mm. get what she wants or to get out of a situation. So for her, she knows that men desire her. She knows that men are gullible to using her body. She can even seduce women if she wants to. She's like, and she uses these skills to do this in order to get into get to where she wants. But then there's also like Hayao Miyazaki's um he did like a few he did a film for Lupin the Third, the Count of Cagliostro. And then like you also see him like he did a few episodes of Lupin the Third. His iteration of Fujiko is one of my favorites because you get to see her really shine. Like she taking mm. out a whole airship of men, <laughs> knocking them out. She was handcuffed, got out the chains, went ahead, just gunning people down, like knocking them, like just, you know, being yeah. a bad woman, like doing the thing. So it's like, she is dope. So when people like doubt and look at her, like, why is she a badass character? Because I'm like, because she is in every sense of the word. I mean, even the way you're describing, because like I haven't watched Lupin the Third in ages, so mm-hmm. I need to I need to go back because um get back because it is quite an old anime, but I need to go back to it uh, and and read the mangas as well. But um, she sounds awesome. Like she honestly, to your point, sounds like a badass character. I definitely need to definitely need to check that check out the anime and and the manga. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. No. No. Strong. I'll raise you a femme fatale with my own. Okay. Femme fatale. Well, I don't think she's a femme fatale to be honest, but she could <laughs> play that part. I honestly think she could play that part. She is, of course, a cat burglar turned lead navigator. Oh. She is an S class manipulator to enemies. A one finesse. World-class deceiver. She is the definition of a hustler. I think Rick Ross probably even made hustling for her. <laughs> she is, of course, and I'm, I was not going to do it, but I am going to do it. Nami Swan! <laughs> <laughs> that is a perfect Nami Swan. Yeah, oh. so, of course, Nami, for those you know, from One Piece, she just, I mean, <clears throat> amazing. Amazing intro when we first meet her in Arlong Park and she's part of the gang and so on and so forth. She's just... She, and her growth throughout the actual One Piece series as well, from, mm-hmm. you know, um, a cat burglar to, the, as I mentioned, the lead navigator. She just keeps growing. And she's one of those characters whereby no matter how strong the guys are or whatever, she always commands authority on that ship. Um, obviously, Luffy's the captain, whatever, but they all know that Nami is, I would say, the quote unquote um second captain just in terms of how she leads the ship, how she navigates mm-hmm. the waters and so on and so forth. Cause let's face it, she's the best navigator. And if they didn't have her, you know, they're not going to all these um different islands like Skypea, all that stuff. She just has that. And again, it comes back to her confidence, who she is. So it's not a case where she's beaten up. I mean she has obviously um, her tricks and so on and forth but it's not a case of her in terms of strength as I mentioned it's more about her wittiness do you know what I mean um, mm-hmm. and the way that she's able to like get stuff done without using necessarily quote unquote brute um, brute force or brute strength but more so in a more 
flair and uh finesse kind of way. So yeah, I just I, I thought she's definitely a badass. Um so that's why I chose her. No, you're right. In every sense of the word, like also because <laughs> you're right, she everybody would have died without Nami. Lu- Luffy knew that he needed Nami. No mm. but no other navigator would do. Um and it's and she has shown up every time that she isn't she is who she is for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. So for me, for my next one, because we already said Mikasa, so that's what I would have said next. I'm going to then say, you know, let's go one of my my black girls, one of my my favorite, you know, badass anime black girls. And that is Canary from Hunter x Hunter. Yes, I, I had her as well. <laughs> yes. 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 I, I'm, you know, and she's just. I love Canary for so many reasons. And, you know, even though we don't get to have a lot of yeah, her in the anime, yeah. because I, I get that, like, there's probably, well, if and when, and I will happily receive it whenever that man would like to continue <laughs> the story. I'm Forgot not you Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, at the same time, he's married to the woman who created Exactly, Sailor Moon, so Sailor Moon he, yeah. He don't have to work another day in his life. They they literally both don't have to work another day in their lives if they don't want to. But mm-hmm. if he would ever be so kind and want to like continue the story, I would like to see more of Canary in action. But like the bit of Canary we, we get to see in action is amazing. Um, she is just this very, she's a sweet little girl, but an assassin packed inside. <laughs> like, sweet child, sweet, sweet child. I'm like, here, let me c- come here. Then I'll moisturize your braids and I will be there for you. <laughs> exactly. And then like, but you also know that like, she can kill you in eight mm. different ways in five seconds. So no, <laughs> but yeah, no, and I, I love her, and I love, like, you know, before Killua's mom stepped in and ruined what could have been Killua's first friend, um, mm. I think it was, like, very sweet, and, like, seeing the two of them interact, and, like, how she's just, like, she was very, she has this very friendly um, approach in everything to people. Like, friendly and, and polite approach, but, yeah. like, she also will, like, mess you up if you mess exactly. up. Exactly, exactly. You know, so it's always those ones where... Uh, I want to say she's a quiet one in that sense, but it's more so a case where it's not a case where she's just over, over like showing off or anything like that. She's like you mentioned, silent but deadly, friendly. Yeah. But you know, you cross her, <laughs> you, you might lose her a finger or out. a head. <laughs> exactly. Right, mess around and find out. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> All right, cool. So my next one. Hmm, so we've gone. How many we've done? We've gone four now. Is it no three? Yeah. I'm at four, so I have one more because I think okay. I think we both have like four, done four because we've both had two of each. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Others. Well, to be honest, like we can we can replace those with um um more if we need to because I think I have two more or well I say two more but I have more as it relates to my <laughs> so called top five. Um. Okay. The next one. So as I mentioned before, when we first started. Sometimes, yes, there is a confidence, but sometimes there are people, um, and I read an, an interesting article actually about, you know, there's some people that are tough on the outside, but very soft on the inside. And this mm-hmm. girl is exudes that, or she's not exudes that, but she is like that. Um, but she's badass in the sense where she's blunt. Um, she may not be able to express her feelings, but she always she only has kind intentions for her friends. Mm. Um, yeah. So this is the person I'm talking about is of course 
Tiger from the anime Tororodora. Oh, yes. My yeah. sweet little angry ball. <laughs> exactly, right? She Love is her. so cute. Like, and as I mentioned in the beginning, she acts all tough and all, but then you find out about her background, her dad mm-hmm. and all that. And you're just like, I get it. But, and I think the reason why I put in this category is because despite her background and all that stuff, she does grow a lot in the show. She does mm-hmm. learn to um, um, be a bit more open, especially when when she did that. Um, sorry for guys, spoilers. But when she did that concert where she sang, even though her, her father didn't come, I think that is a great testament to her character because this, this is a girl who was very t- isolated to herself, didn't really want to be friends with anyone to now being the girl on stage singing out to the whole classroom. I think that takes mm-hmm. us an ex, um, ex, um, a great sense, a great sense of self confidence, um, and just you know character in terms of who she is. So I had to include her because yeah, she's she's awesome. Yeah, no, she is awesome. I I love. I'm a sucker for that character type. Um, mm. which like I will, I'll, I'll just mention my extras like and as my honorable mentions if that's okay. Just because like yeah, I will, sure, sure, okay, sure. I will keep before going, you get to your like, number one. Yeah, is yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you can just okay. you can you can just roll them off if you want. I can do that. Okay, yeah. So my honorable mentions before I go into my top number one. Um, well, again, it's not in specific order because I love yeah. them all. Um, yeah, but <laughs> Michiko Malan Malandro um, from, from Mich- Michiko and Hachin. Um, she is like she got arrested and like she goes and finds her daughter and Hachin is her daughter and you find out that they go on this crazy chase. Like it's a good series, y'all check it out. But okay. while like they are in search of you know her ex who is the father to her daughter, they like they they have to escape the police and she also like she rescues her daughter. I guess. You, I say rescue because the people who were who were her foster family were terrible to her. Um, but you also see like, okay, she's not the best mother either. But she's trying. She's trying. Mm. She's at least trying to do her do better. Um What's the name of the anime again? Sorry, Michiko. Michiko and Hachin. And Hachin, okay. I'll check it yeah, out. Yeah, and Hachin, yeah. Um, other honorable mentions, Saber from Fate Stay Night. Um, cause you know, um, that for people who don't know, Fate Stay Night, the series, I know I cannot, I actually can't give an elevator pitch of that because it is a very <laughs> vast and big series, but just trust me, watch Fate Stay Night, start okay. with Fate Stay Night, I think it's zero, Fate Stay Zero, and then go to Fate Stay Night and then y'all will see her. Um, but she's dope. And then you also have um, I can't. I always get it mixed up with the colors because she is red. So I think she's on the red team. But Saber of Red, also known as Mordred, which is Mordred is the son of Saber. Y'all, again, go watch it. Figure it out. I don't have time to explain <laughs> all yeah. the connections and the craziness of Fate Stay of the Fate Stay series. But it's a great, it's great, great series. I love it. Um, Rin Tosaka, another character from Fate Stay. Um, honestly, that the, the series overall is packed with a lot of great female characters. I, mm. I would say, um, I would I, I would say people go and check that out. But like Rin for me is in she's she's in Fate Stay Night, um, some of Fate Zero and Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works. But she embodies so much of what it means to be a badass character. So like when I say all those things earlier about you know having confidence 
being tactical, being logical, like mm. being passionate, like all these things like that is Rin to like an extent. And it's just like, she's, she just embodies her knowledge. She use, she educates, she will use power to educate people. Cause she's just like, no, you don't know what you're doing. I have a plan. Get out the way. You're going to get yourself <laughs> killed. I'm going to save us all. So Rin is great. Um, she can be a bit much like she is that Sunday um character type kind of like um who did you say taiga yeah but she is she does have a soft spot for the people that she loves and cares about and then of course sailor jupiter how could i not like include her mm. in my honorable mentions because i love her and you know she's she one of the baddest in the in the sailor Sinchi. so she's dope but my number one, this one, and I say number one lightly because I, yeah, I, yeah. I know the list changes constantly. But man, this one, I had to think and go in a bit deeper. And it's hard. It's hard because, you know, this series has so many great female characters. So many great, okay. strong, beautiful, awesome, just. Ah, before you say a name, out. before you say a name, can you give me a clue? I want a clue I can guess. Okay, okay. So she I'll give you a clue. I'm just going to I'm trying to give a I can't give a clever clue. Like you've given descriptions. I think you've given some great descriptions of your characters. Um How about this? I'll just tell you the anime and I I, I want to know if you okay. guess cuz like like I said the anime has plenty of great female characters. Full Metal Alchemist is the anime. Oh, I know who it is. Oh, it's okay. what's his name? What's um? Isn't it Edward and Alphonse's mom, or the one who acts as a mom? No, actually, no. which oh, she okay. is. She is also another honorable mention. I should have included. She is an honorable mention. But I'm thinking of Olivier, Mira, oh, Armstrong. Yes, 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 yes. She yes. is truly a badass female character when it comes to just everything i said with the definition like mm. she's who i picture in my mind she walks into an, a room and she commands attention she gets work done she goes and sees the biggest person in the room the biggest obstacle in the room and she figures out a plan to take them down she is she cares for her people she looks out for her people she does not sacrifice life unnecessarily like she is a badass female anime character in every sense of the word and, and that like, is my list no no that's a great that's a great pick. i literally forgot about her and then i just mm-hmm. googled her name and yes i even just even the way the pictures you can just see that from the pictures but i mean i mean i've seen female alchemist she was the brother or the sister of what's his name armstrong wasn't she um, yeah yeah of, yeah, um, yeah exactly of, uh, I can't so, remember what rank he alex was something like that alex armstrong yes. was, alex, alex yeah. armstrong I yeah think. Um, so again, like we mentioned, we'll have all the pictures on our blog so you can follow along. Okay. So, um, that's a very strong, you know what? I had a number one, but now you've mentioned, um, Olivia, I might have to change my number one to someone who I didn't think I would put in the list, but I think I'm going to have to bring her out, you know, because Mm -hmm. she is a controversial character. I'll tell you that. Okay. Um, you said yours saves lives, mine, <laughs> mine destroys lives, <laughs> okay. which is not a good thing. But she is badass. But before I get to that, let me go through my um. Actually, hold on. Oh man, I have so many. Okay, let me just say my honorable mentions. She was in my top five, but I'll just say it. So Revy from Black Lagoon, 
Mm. Um, she's awesome. You know, they say the song, the tongue is sharper than a double-edged sword. Um, hits breweries, but words, as you know, um, words, they are, they're more, they, they cut more than a double-edged sword as a word. They're, they're more hurtful. And she basically, she, her words, I don't know if you've seen Black Lagoon, but she is very rude to not just her enemies, but even her friends at times. But she is one of those hard on the outside, soft on the inside kind of characters. But again, mm. she has amazing skills in terms of like who she is. She has confidence. She has um, um, great driving abilities and also shooting abilities as well. Just in, just in terms of you know, because obviously they're hired. Um, what well, they're hired. I'm gonna say mercenaries, but they're just hired people to maybe they are mercenaries. But yeah, they basically help um, people. Um, they help um, they transport people. Sorry, so Dutch, the main guy, they transport people to different locations. Um, but they always get into trouble. That team. Um, my next one, I'm sure my, uh, the community is going to be like, how is she not your number one? She was going to be my number one, but I've since just replaced her in the last five minutes. But it would have been, um, Motoko Kuzunagi from Ghost in the Shell. Mm. Um, I just love that woman. I love mm-hmm. that woman. Like, literally, I know she's a, um, a conscious and a cyber, bo- cyber body, but still, she's just amazing. Like, her, you talk about tactical strength, skill, guile, everything, she has it. You know, she has the strength of Neo the, and the flair and agility and guile of Trinity from the Matrix. Like, she, she's just everything. She's she's every woman in that sense. But my number one... Oh, actually, more more honorable mentions. Akame, Aka, Aka, I can't say the name. Akame from Akagame Kagil. Mm. Um, yep, yeah, she's definitely an honorable mention. Yurochi from Bleach. She's an honorable mention. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, Android 18, honorable mention, mm. Chi Chi. I love Chi Chi, you know. Chi Chi, people might not see as badass, but any woman who's literally going to, um, willing to fight an alien just for her son, like literally, honestly, kudos to you, Chi Chi. So she's definitely there. And then Kagura from Gentanama, or Gentama, sorry, um, is there as well. And then the last honorable mention was, um, Sarah, no, two last two was Sarah from Samurai Champloo. She she's in one episode where she's like a blind, um, a blind skill fire. I can't remember what weapon she was using, but she's actually only one of the few people in Samurai Champloo who could have killed Mugen. But um, for you know how the the protagonist can't die, so unfortunately she didn't. But I mean, not not unfortunately, but she didn't. But she was like honestly. An amazing character, very skilled warrior. And then Urza from Fairy Tale, of course, Master Swordsman, um, great combat skills, known as Titania, all that stuff. Okay, my number one. <clears throat> Do you want to guess? Okay, I'll give you a clue. Actually, yeah. have you seen Black Lagoon? I have not seen Black Lagoon. Okay, actually. No, 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 no. okay. But her name, she is, imagine the mafia, but mm-hmm. a Russian mafia. She was a soldier, and like literally a soldier in, in the army, and then she fled um, after I think I think it was, was it, um, her was it either her loved one or something along the lines. But she fled the army, started a new life um, in this new island where all basically all criminals hang out in Black Lagoon. She's amassed an army of men who do all her bidding, and she's just not one to be trifled with. She okay. has her own territory. There's like in this island where it's an island of Black Lagoon is awesome. There's this island of like basically criminals, the worst, the worst of the worst, the just degenerate, the, 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 the degenerates. It's almost like um, 
what's that um, island in New York where Alcatraz but it's just mm-hmm. rather than prisons and stuff it's just an island where a lot of criminals hang out so every there's a triad there's the Russians and I think there's the Chinese but basically they all have their own territory and she's one of the ones who has her own territory and man she you, she's not one to be trifled with her name is Baliaka or Balilaka um um, I don't know if you can Google her name right now. Um, I can spell it, but and basically she's just incredible in terms of no nonsense. If you screw around me, you're dead. That's it. There's no oh wait, help, stop me. I'll give you another chance. Nope, you're dead. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. I googled and I see. Yeah, I see yeah. What you, mean. you know she don't yeah. play. She don't. She does not play. Like and she wears that scar on her face like a badge of honor. Um, like I said, she's controversial because she is not someone who is, like you said, saves lives or anything. Mm-hmm. But she does have a soft spot for the um, the crew that is the main the main protagonist crew. I forgot their names now, but she does have a spot a soft spot for them. So even then, like there's times when she wants to kill them, but she kind of lets them go. However, mm-hmm. there was a time when someone tried to basically take over her territory and killed some of her men she loves her men all her men in terms of they're her brothers they're her sister um, they're her brothers they're their family and i think there was a, a couple um there was some um intruders from another place coming to kill all her like soldiers and she just went ape like she just literally hunted them down like they were all stray right. dogs like honestly oh, I, I need to watch black lagoon, oh, black lagoon, lagoon is on it's not even that long as well it's it's one series i wish they i, think, I heard rumors they're bringing it back but i wish they brought it back because it is incredible um but yeah baliaka i think i'm saying her name she is my new number one in that sense i was going to use motoko kuzunagi but i think because you had such a great number one and i was like <laughs> you know i had to match that Although yours is more saving lives, this one's killing, but still, she's definitely a badass female. Yeah. Um, I had one more question for you, Nisha, if that's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Um, so you've you mentioned all your um females. Who would who would you say is ones who would you most get along with? Like maybe not best friends, or you could say best friends, but who do you think you would really get along with? Out of the ones that I picked, ooh, yeah. Okay. Let me just let me pull back up the list and look at them because I'm like, yeah, that's a because like you said, Nami, and I really feel like me and Nami would be like tight, tight <laughs> yeah. friends. We would get along just fine because here's the thing: going down the list, I know Fujiko don't. I don't know if Fujiko do well with female friends. Mm. I just I don't I don't think she do. It's not that I think she would steal my man. I just don't. <laughs> I just know if if my man got money, she gonna go after my man's money. Um, so I love Fujiko and I would love to do, you know, like heist with Fujiko, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I, I know not to trust Fujiko with my life. Um, Mikasa, she love Aaron too much and I have problems mm. with that and she literally needs to like, you know, I want better for her. I would, I, I no, we wouldn't get, we wouldn't get along in that sense. Cause I would just be like, <laughs> girl, you can do so much better than him. You a baddie. Go, go, go. Look at John. John is right there. Mm. But Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna say Miracle. It makes sense. Me and Miracle. We we would be great workout buddies. Yeah. We would yeah. be pushing each other. I would love to just be like, you know, when we wanna have like have a day off and like go take pictures. I feel like Miracle is the friend that bends down and gets the angles for your poses just like <laughs> I do. Yeah. So yeah. like we, we yes, it's it's Miracle. That's who I would get along best with. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. No. And I like the way you went through your list and had the justifications um, mm-hmm. regarding like Nika Saren. <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, it's not that I don't, it's not that I don't think that I can be on Olivier's, um, like, level or anything. I just feel like, you know, that's a lot of work all the time. Mm. And I'm just like, I can be that friend who wants to chill with you. Yeah. But like, it's not that I'm being lazy. It's just like, nah, you, you and, you and bad girl Mo all 24 seven. And that's <laughs> great. I, I would be her wellness friend. I'm like, Have yeah, you yeah. Time for you. Have you rested today? And Canary, I would just be like, it would be more of a little sister, big sister mm. thing, which is just be like the two of us just being like, I, I would like to, like, granted, she could kill me. She, but I would be like, I would treat her like a little sister. I'm just like, hey, don't mess with my sister. And she'd just be, and she'd be behind me with a blade. Yeah. Like, yeah you heard her. <laughs> so, yeah, miracle makes the most sense. I feel like in my brain, I'm saying we're around the same age, or at least we're in that same, you know, she's in her 20s, maybe like mm. mid 20s. Okay, no, no, no. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, So, we're going to move to the super anime round. And basically, what this is, is a quick fire round um, before you go in terms of random casual questions, just to get you to know you, know you a bit more. As relates to, like, for instance, what's your favorite color? Red, blue. You could choose red or give blue, blues. Maybe not favorite color. I always use favorite color as an example, but it's probably not the best example. But um, essentially, just choose one of the two that I mentioned. Um, mm-hmm. So are you ready? Yeah. All right, cool. Are you a morning or night person? Morning. Right. Goku or Vegeta? Vegeta. Yaya Rozu or Yurara Yura, uh, from My Hero Academia? Oh... Oh, the first one. Yeah, it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, sci-fi or horror? Hmm, sci-fi. <laughs> Demon Slayer or JJK? Dang. Oh. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> <laughs> you can pass if you want to. No, I won't pass. Because <laughs> I love them both. <laughs> Demon Slayer. Dang, that hurt. That hurt to say that. That hurt okay. to say that. That really hurt because I love JJK. Yeah. Oh, but I went off. I went off of like quantity. Demon Slayer mm, is complete. I, that's oh, okay. true. That's true. Okay. Fair enough. Okay, I like that. Um, the last song you listened to. Oh, last song I listened to. Warning, make by Megan The Stallion. Okay. Cool. Um, podcasting or writing? Podcasting. Nice. Um, light or Lelouch? Lelouch. All right. So then Kira or Zero? Zero. Okay, fair enough. So same. Um, ne- Nami or Robin? Mm, Nami. again. Oh, Nami. Mm. Okay, nice. No. Manga or anime? Uh, anime. Ah. Deku or Bakugo? Deku. Pokemon or Digimon? Digimon. Sailor Moon or Card Captors? Sailor Moon. Last anime film you watched? Lupin the Thir- Lupin the Third, the Count of Cagliostro. <laughs> I literally no. watched that Wednesday night as I was working <laughs> on my papers. When I tell y'all it's my comfort anime, I mean that. Fair enough. Um, K-pop or hip hop? Hip hop. Naruto or Bleach? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this is good Naruto fair enough and then lastly what would you say to your younger self if she was listening today 
I would tell my younger self that there is no shame in loving anime and that mm. you can, like, whether you watch subs or dubs or whatever, however you get it, however, mm. however you get it and you fit in mm. with it, like, love it. Love it and don't make yourself feel like you have to shrink your interest to fit in with other people. Because you're going one day you're going to meet some dope people. You're going to meet mm. so many dope people who also love anime. And some of them are going to be some of the bestest friends you've ever met. And it's all because that y'all started talking because of anime. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that is one of the best answers we've had on the show. Honestly, thank you so much, Nisha, for coming on. We really, really appreciate it. Where can people find you? Let's drive some traffic to wherever you want them. Where can people find you? Yeah, if y'all can find me and if y'all could follow me, this would be some, I would appreciate it. Um, y'all can find me in, on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and also TikTok at Nisha Plays. That's N-E-Y-S-H-A-P-L-A-Y-S. So again, that's Instagram, Twitter, Netflix. Um, I said Netflix. Wow. TikTok. <laughs> yeah. TikTok is on those channels. Y'all can find me there. Um, I would really like to grow more on Twitter. Um, so and Instagram, because Instagram is where y'all can find more of my reels doing cosplay, mm. um, like doing like showing some manga hauls, um, other things and you know, there's stuff like that. And then on Twitter, that's where I live to congregate with people and, you know, talk about anime and like all the stuff we live. I just talked about with Ed here. Like, mm. so literally having these conversations, this is the stuff I love meeting and connecting with people on Twitter on and engaging. So don't be shy. Follow and hit <laughs> me up with like, you know, hey, did you read this one yet? And I'll be like, no, let's talk about it though. <laughs> yeah. And, and honestly, like you brought so, I knew you would, you brought so much value, uh, insight and information. Um, I know you, um, we we had a segment which I had to take out unfortunately, but I'll put it on as a bonus episode regarding One Piece. Like mm-hmm. I know we can we can literally and we will have another episode with Nisha just to go more so on the theories um, and what we think regarding um, One Piece as opposed to just you know your favorite character kind of thing. Let's go deep and really get into the mind of Oda and what he's thinking because the guy is just a genius. But um, yeah, we um, please do go follow her. Um, that would be great. And um, is there anything else in terms of we didn't discuss that you want to discuss or go? Are you guys still doing the podcast? Yes, we are. Yeah. It's just been a lot of busyness going on. And mm. yeah, yeah, that's what I didn't mention. So yeah, y'all can okay. go ahead and also listen to my podcast, anime podcast with Kate. She's my best friend where we talk about anime. It started off as us talking about live action adaptations of anime where we were <laughs> just like, did they have to do that? But yeah. then it has morphed into something so much bigger where we have been able to create a space for, you know, people like us, me being a black woman, her being a brown woman and us saying mm. like, you know what, there's a space, a safe space for people like us and like other anime fans who maybe identify with us. And we can talk about anime and manga and our thoughts and, you know, review things in the space that, you know, before might have felt less inviting. But now we've made it more inviting because. Who was going? We if no one else was going to make that space, we had to make it. Mm, exactly as they say, create your own door. Don't even if no one's going to open it, or mm-hmm. if you knock on a door, no one opens. Uh, create your own door because that, yep. at least you have the key to that. So absolutely. Um, and then even on that podcast, I know I think it was episode two or three when you talked about Kenshin. Um, yeah, yeah, did. yeah. That that's great. That was great. Um, and like honestly, that is one of also my. That that and Old Boy, and I've said it before, are the only two live actions that are 
worth watching from an anime perspective. I will say, I will mm-hmm. say, because of doing the show with Kate, we have learned that there are a lot of, there are actually more good live action really? adaptations. Yeah, we have learned that like, we were shocked. We thought that like, oh, this is going to be us like hate watching things and yeah. we don't want to do that. But then we eventually found that like, hey, this isn't bad. And when it comes down to it, I mean, this is, you can consider this promo for our, the podcast, but like, the loop in the third live action is a great example of that. There's a case, there's, um, what is it? When Dude yells objection, I was about to say case closed, but what <laughs> was it? Um, Phoenix Wright, attorney. Oh, yeah, yeah, Phoenix um, Wright, yeah, the, the game, right? Yeah, the game. They made yeah, yeah, an, yeah, yeah. There's an anime for the game, made from the game, and then there's a um, live action adaptation of that. And like what we have learned is that it's very important for people to understand when it comes to adaptations that an adaptation does not mean a reflection of the source material. An adaptation mm. is a story inspired by the source material. So you're going to see elements. You're going to see, you might see things that exactly mirror. Sometimes you might see the same story told with people. But honestly, a live action can tell a completely different story, but use all of the elements of the source material. And that's and that is an adaptation. But, you know, I think a lot of people still look at them that way and they're just like, what is this? I don't like this. What? Like, no, it doesn't look exactly like that. How are they going to do that? And like you just sometimes you have to go into it and give it a chance because Kenshin is a great example of that. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And you know what? I think it's one of those cases where uh, I know we're going off top, but um, I think it's one of those cases where when it comes to anime that doesn't necessarily have, you know, powers and things like that. So to your point, your Phoenix writes, um, Kenshin, mm-hmm. it's, it's probably easier to do. Whereas like your Dragon Ball Z's, your Naruto's and dare I say, um, and I was going to ask, um, might as well ask your opinion. One piece. I'm really, I'm, I'm holding my breath. I have the utmost optimist optimism, as it were, yeah. of this new live action series. So, you know, I'm not going to go in because I was being a bit negative, I mean, but I'm not going to go into it negative. I'm just going to sit if back. If Oda yeah, blesses it, if Oda's yeah. involved, I yeah. am going into it with an open mind. Mm. I'm not going in with any expectations besides yeah. Oda is involved. <laughs> exactly yeah so i think with what with because the the criticism with those things is you've seen on the because the anime you can you can obviously take liberties as a drawing you can do a big fist or whatever whatever you want to do the fire blah 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 i mean you could do that in hollywood but it takes a lot of budget whereas mm-hmm. when you look at things like real kenshin you could literally do that with a limited budget stuff like phoenix right and so on and so forth so yeah, I think when it comes to like even Avatar: Last Airbender, that was terrible. But I mean, I didn't. Like, I'm not even going to go there. But I just think when it comes to those kind of things where there's a lot of CGI involved, they kind of miss the miss the mark. Whereas stuff where it's not necessarily CGI and probably even more story led is better mm-hmm. in terms of making the adaptation. But hey, I have yet to see a great live action anime which has involved. Which has, you know, the likes of super special powers and so on and so forth. Maybe One Piece might be the first one. Who knows? But yeah, we'll see. But maybe. to your point, it's not. It may not. It may not be that specific as it relates to that. It, it may just be a reflection um, of the that adaptation and not necessarily um, the actual story, as it were, in terms of um, you know, Luffy now has to go gear second. That means he has to, you know. Um, have all the blood pumping around his body. The CGI has to be there. Gear second could be completely different in live action. Same with Gear three as well. So who knows? 
Who knows? Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll find out soon. Nisha, thank you so much. Really, really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for giving us some wisdom coming of your badass female characters. We really appreciate it. As I mentioned, let's connect again. Um, really go down and speak about One Piece. Let us know who are your badass characters or badass female characters. As always, superanimepodcast.com. You can leave us a voice note on our website or as you can also um, reach out to us on Instagram, Twitter and TikTok. Thanks very much and we'll see you next week. Hey, Super Family. As always, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, rate and review the show. It takes less than 30 seconds. Doing so will allow us to grow the show and encourage us to keep putting out more content. In case you're wondering how to subscribe, rate and review the show, just go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash superanimepodcast. That's super with three U's. We will also leave a link to it in the show notes for you to go to as a simple way to subscribe, rate and review the show. We love your reviews, so please keep them coming and we will read them out in future episodes. Please do share this podcast with anyone you feel will enjoy the show. Finally, to keep the conversation going, we're super keen to hear your thoughts, questions and opinions on the show's discussion points. To get in contact with us, you can either leave a voice note via the mic on our website, superanimepodcast.com, that's super with three U's, or you can write a note via the contact section, superanimepodcast.com forward slash contact. It's also in the show notes as well. Along with your email, please leave your name and location from where you're listening from, and we will be sure to shout you out and include some of your thoughts in the next and upcoming episodes. Have a great day wherever you are, and bye for now.